Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Bibles, Babies, and Business podcast. We are having another Bible study breakdown episode, and we are inside the book of Judges this week. And I really want to sit down and have an honest conversation with you about the top two things that I see preventing coaches from taking action and making progress in their coaching businesses, and that is fear and doubt. And today we're going to look at the story of Gideon inside of Judges for three biblical lessons on taking action in your business, even in the midst of doubt, confusion, and fear. So I want you to grab your Bibles, get a highlighter, and let's get to the show. Hey mama, welcome to Bibles, Babies, and Business. Are you ready to start an online biz, quit your nine to five, and stay home with your kids? Are you up late at night Googling online business ideas, how to market myself, and how to get my first paying client? Do you have lots of ideas, but feel overwhelmed when trying to figure out which ones to focus on so you can move your business forward? Hey there, I'm Cami. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, I too felt drained by my day job and wished I could find a way to make money online. I wanted time freedom and the financial freedom to be a stay-at-home mom, but imposter syndrome kept creeping in and telling me, you could never make enough money doing that. And what if you do try and you fail? But then I discovered how to build an online coaching business from home. In this podcast, you'll find biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, online marketing tips to help you start and build an online coaching business from home and a whole lot of mom life because we're doing it all with a baby on our hip. So grab your Bible, snuggle your baby, and let's build your business because you were made for this. All right, friends. So before we talk about the episode, I want you to know that I am right now sitting outside on my back porch recording this episode. I have my microphone out here. I have my laptop out here. And really, this was a spur of the moment decision. I was sitting out here eating lunch and I was like, you know what? It is too beautiful of a day to sit inside and record this episode when I could be outside sitting on my back porch with my puppies right beside me recording this Bible study breakdown episode for you. So if you hear some birds out here chirping, if you hear any outside noises, that is, that's what's happening. I'm sitting outside. It's a gorgeous day. And you know what? If you work from home, I encourage you to get outside, get a new environment. Sometimes we just need a little bit of a fresh reset of change of pace, change of location of where we're working in order to get back into the groove of things. So I am outside and loving it. But let's go ahead and dive in. So friends, we are inside of the book of Judges. We're specifically looking at chapter six. And I want to give you just a little bit of context here about what are we looking at? What are we reading before I actually read the actual passage to you? So we're in chapter six of the book of Judges and God has given Gideon a massive assignment. God has just told Gideon that he is going to send Gideon to go save the entire nation of Israel from the oppression of the Midianites. I want you to just sit and and understand the, the magnitude of this task that Gideon was just given. God was literally sending Gideon into battle. 
But God also told Gideon that it was going to be okay because God was going to be with him. And I want you to keep in mind here that Gideon was like the least likely candidate for this job. Like he was the definition of unqualified. There there was nothing on his resume that gave him any sort of edification that he was going to be a good person to lead the nation of Israel and fight against the Midianites. Like the definition of unqualified. And I just can't help but feel like that's how some of us feel sometimes when God tells us to go ahead and start the business. It can feel like we're being sent into a battle that we are not qualified for. And like there's no way that our business is going to experience victory, let let alone make money, especially in today's economy. And, And what about, you know, the market is oversaturated. And like, what about this? What about that? It is so easy to feel like when God tells us to start the business, to allow fear and doubt to prevent us from taking action and saying yes to the, to the assignment that he's giving us. And Gideon felt the same way. Gideon felt fearful. He felt doubtful in the assignment that God gave him. And he was honestly, he was hesitant to obey because the assignment seemed too big. The battle seemed impossible to win. Gideon felt like he was too unqualified and there was no way that he was going to win this war. But Gideon had a unique response to God when God gave him this assignment. So go ahead and open up your Bibles to Judges chapter 6 and I'm going to start in at verse 36. Then Gideon said to God, if you are truly going to use me to rescue Israel as you promised, prove it to me in this way. I will put a wool fleece on the threshing floor tonight. If the fleece is wet with dew in the morning, but the ground is dry, then I will know that you are going to help me rescue Israel as you promised. And that is just what happened. When Gideon got up early the next morning, he squeezed the fleece and it wrung out with a whole bowl full of water. Then Gideon said to God, please don't be angry with me, but let me make one more request. Let me use the fleece for one more test. This time, let the fleece remain dry while the ground around it is wet with dew. So that night, God did as Gideon asked. The fleece was dry in the morning, but the ground was covered with dew. So Gideon didn't say no to God when God gave him this massive assignment, but he did ask God for confirmation, not once, not twice, but three times. There was actually another time that he had asked God for confirmation in an earlier part of the chapter that we hadn't read. If you want to go read that though, it's in verse 17. So he asked God three times, God, are you sure? Will you confirm it to me? Will you prove it to me? Prove it to me this way, God. And this is a really unique response. And so from this, I want to show you three biblical lessons or three biblical takeaways to help you keep making progress and avoid analysis paralysis in your business when fear and doubt are making you second guess the assignment that God has given you. Point number one, your feelings do not change your assignment. Yes, Gideon was afraid. He was probably terrified. God was quite literally sending him into battle. People die in battle. Gideon was probably freaking out. Gideon had doubts. He felt unqualified to say yes to what God was telling him to do. But the assignment stayed the same no matter what Gideon's feelings were. 
And for some of you listening today, maybe God has told you to go ahead and start the business, start pursuing it, but you're so filled with fear and second guessing and doubt that you could just keep putting it off. You keep saying, oh, those are probably just silly ideas that I came up with on my own or, or no, that that's, that's certainly not God. God would never tell me to start a business. Who am I? I never went to college for this. I didn't, I didn't learn this in school. And you're allowing your fear to control you. You're allowing doubt to control you. You're allowing your feelings to control you. Some of the some of the things that this could sound like is is well the market is too saturated or I'm not qualified enough or the algorithm that it's just it's just too complicated it's not working for coaches anymore I just don't have enough time it's really not a good season for me right now to start a business friend you are allowed to have feelings and you are allowed to acknowledge them they just can't dictate your obedience to God you are still obligated to complete your assignment even when you don't feel like it. And the challenge is that we are growing up in a society that is so committed to our feelings. And I'm, 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 not, I'm not saying feelings are bad, friend. Like, again, you are, you are allowed to have them. You are allowed to acknowledge them. They just can't rule you. They just can't have control over you. Your feelings have to submit to the Lord. As entrepreneurs, one of the most challenging things that we can face is to keep showing up in our business every day, even when we don't feel motivated or even if when we don't feel like it. And I want to let you know that it is okay to not always be motivated 100% of the time. It is okay to not always have this like overbursting excitement to show up and, and work in your business. It's okay to experience doubt and to experience fear. It's okay to have feelings. They just can't control you. So that's point number one. Your feelings do not change your assignment. Point number two, you have full and complete permission to ask God for confirmation and for clarity on the assignment that he has given you. God was giving Gideon a massive task. He was literally, like I said, sending Gideon into battle. Like this was no small feat. And it certainly wasn't going to be something that, that Gideon was going to be successful at if God wasn't going to be with him. Like the only way that Gideon was going to be successful in this battle is if God had really sent him and if God was really standing by him the entire way and partnering with Gideon. That was the only way that this was going to be successful and Gideon knew that. So he wanted to make sure that he didn't just come up with this idea on his own. Like how many of you can relate with that idea with your business? Or maybe this is just an idea that I just came up with on my own. Maybe God isn't really calling me to this. I wonder how many businesses never get started because we convince ourselves that it's some idea that we came up with rather than God. Like how many businesses has God called people to start that would have changed the world, changed people's lives. But because the person he called didn't believe that God had really called them, they had doubt, they allowed their fear to control them, and they didn't ask for confirmation. The business never happened, and people's lives were not transformed. So friend, if you are second guessing, God, is this really what you're calling me to do? Are you really calling me to start the business? Ask him. Ask him for confirmation. Ask him for clarity on the assignment that he's giving you, and he will give it to you. I have a story that happened to me a couple years ago, and to this day, it is one of the most wild, godly experiences that I've ever had. 
I had been in my business for a few years and I just felt this impression on my heart that God was telling me to go evergreen in my business. And I was kind of hesitant for on it for a while. I wasn't really sure if, if God was telling me to go evergreen in my business or, or, or you know, it's just an idea that I was coming up with myself. And I was talking with a friend about it and she's a really sweet friend of mine. She's a follower of Jesus. And she said, you know, Cammie, sometimes God isn't going to open up the door until you take the first step. And so I said, you know what? You're right. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm not going to sit in this confusion. I'm not going to sit in analysis paralysis. I'm just going to go ahead and take the next step and trust that even though I'm not 100% sure, I am going to trust that this is the Lord speaking, that he's going to show me the way when I take this first step. The, I believe it was the very next day. We, I was leaving the house that my husband and I were in the process of buying and I was leaving what I was driving out of our new town and I accidentally took a wrong turn and I ended up driving several, several miles in the wrong direction, like way outside of town. I was like out in the country, like <laughs> there were no street lights in sight. There weren't really many even houses in sight. And I, and I realized, man, I, had, I just took a wrong turn. And I got to this dead end in the road. And so I turned the vehicle around. And as I turned the vehicle around, off to my right, I saw this big, massive storage container. And written on the storage container in the biggest block letters that you have ever seen was the word evergreen. And friend, this was like the day after I had just had that conversation with my friend about the impression that I felt that the Lord had laid on my heart to start taking my business evergreen. And I took that step of action and God confirmed it with a literal sign. Like, like, you know, people talk about God, give me a sign. He gave me like an actual, an actual sign. And this sign was like 12 feet tall and probably like 30 feet wide. It was the most wild experience. I, I took a video of it. Maybe I'll share it to Instagram this week. But in that moment, I knew because God had confirmed it to me. I knew exactly the assignment that God was telling me to do. I didn't have all the pieces figured out. I didn't know how I was going to go evergreen, but I knew that the Lord was calling me to go evergreen. Friend, you have permission to ask God for confirmation and for clarity on the assignment that he is giving you. Did he tell you to start the business? But you're absolutely not sure at all if, if, if he called you or you're second guessing or was that my idea or was that his idea? Ask him to confirm it. Did he call you to start the business and, and you're wondering, okay, God, like I hear you. You're telling me to start the business, but like what is the business going to be about? Ask him to confirm it. Ask him to give you clarity. The Bible says that the Lord will give wisdom to those who ask for it. And be prepared for wild wild things to happen when you ask God for confirmation. That is not the first time that the Lord has confirmed something to me. Like I have so many more stories of God confirming things to me in wild, wild ways. And it's so cool to see God speak like that. So point number two, you have full permission to ask God for confirmation and for clarity on the assignment that he is giving you. Point number three, and this is our last point for the day. Once God has given you the assignment and he has confirmed it for you, you have a responsibility to take action immediately. Gideon asked God three times 
for confirmation. Once in verse 17, and then again two times in verses 36 through 40. Three times he asked God for confirmation. And that was after the Lord gave him the assignment in the first place. Technically, the first instruction should have been enough. Like the first time God tells us to do something, that technically should be enough. However, our humanness, our flesh gets in the way. The enemy starts to whisper lies and fear and doubt. And we start to second guess the thing that God told us to do. That's what happened to Eve in the garden. God told her, do not eat from this tree. And the serpent was whispering lies and manipulation and making her second guess the thing that God told her. The first instruction is supposed to be enough. But again, because of the Lord's goodness, he knows that as humans, we sometimes need reassurance or confirmation of what he told us before we take action. And God is okay with giving us confirmation, but we just can't abuse it by asking God over and over and over and over to confirm the thing that he told us to do. Moms, think of it this way. If you tell your kids to go pick up their Legos, If they came back to you after the first time you gave that instruction said, hey, mom, I I didn't hear you. The music was playing. What did you say? You would be okay with telling them again. Oh, that's okay, honey. I told you to go pick up your Legos. But if your child came back to you two, three, four times after you clearly told them to go pick up their Legos and they said, now, what did you say again? Okay, but, but can you prove it to me that you said it? You would probably at that point start to get a little bit frustrated because the first instruction is supposed to be enough. And it's okay to ask for clarity. It's okay to ask for confirmation, but we cannot abuse God's goodness. We cannot abuse his grace by continuing to ask over and over and over and over for confirmation on the thing that he told us to do, because that becomes disobedience. And it's a form of unbelief. So once God does confirm it to you, you had better get started taking action right away. And if you don't, friend, this is a little bit of tough love, that is disobedience. And I know that oftentimes the thing that is keeping us from taking action is fear, is doubt of, you know, what if I do this and things don't turn out okay? What if I do this and I end up in a worse spot than I am now? Please rest in the promise that the safest place for you to be is in obedience to the Lord. So if God told you to start the business and you, and you know that he told you, Go ahead and ask him to confirm it. Or maybe you're listening to this and he's already confirmed it to you multiple times. Don't wait another day to be obedient. Don't wait another day to take a step of action. Maybe that looks like starting to create content and and share about your coaching on Instagram. Maybe that looks like hiring a business coach. Maybe, Maybe that looks like investing in a business course to teach you how to actually start the business and how to make money in the business. Hint, hint, I do have something coming for you very, very soon. But maybe that also looks like just taking a step of joining my free Facebook community full of other Christian women who God has called to start a coaching business. Be amongst a community of people that are along the same journey as you and that can sharpen you and challenge you and love you and and pray with you and have compassion for you along the way. Friend, I don't know what your right next step is, but do something. Don't sit in analysis paralysis. Don't allow your fear and your doubt and your feelings to control you. So I want to go ahead and summarize today's episode. Point number one, 
Your feelings do not change your assignment. It is okay to acknowledge your feelings. It is okay to have feelings. They just cannot dictate whether or not you're going to be obedient to God. Point number two, you have full permission to ask God for confirmation and for clarity on the assignment that he is giving you. And point number three, once God has given you an assignment and he has confirmed it, you now have a responsibility to take action and to take action immediately because delayed obedience is disobedience. Friend, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I pray that it encouraged you, that it challenged you. Maybe you were in this place of allowing fear and doubt to, to keep you in analysis paralysis. Maybe you, maybe you were in a drought for a long time of not making progress in your business or not taking that action step. Then I pray that this was the spark that you needed to get back to the assignment that God is calling you to. And I want to encourage you and invite you to join my Facebook community be with other people who are on this journey with you. We want to support you. And there is no part of this that you have to do alone. I love you, friend. And I'll see you on Monday on the Bibles, Babies, and Business Podcast. Hi, friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Bibles, Babies, and Business Podcast. If you learned something from today's episode or if it blessed you in any way, I would love to know. You can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review, and I may just read your review on the show. Thank you again for being here, and I pray that God would fill you with peace in your faith, your motherhood, and your business, because you were made for this.